I gotta go with the mercy kill, man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not wasting my herbs. Monsters, Steel for Humans, Mike for Podcasting Show, where me, the host, Ryan, and the Traveller, the voice that seals the darkness, the Cat Keeper of Blaviken, Carl, get super geeky and break down in depth our experiences in the magical worlds of video games. Good afternoon, evening, morning, Carl. Hi, good to be here. It certainly is, mate, it certainly is. We've, um... We, we, if me and Carl at the moment are on a, on a bit of a journey with our game playing. Of course, we started off um, well on on all sorts. We've been playing all sorts of different games ever since Silver Monster started, and it's really nice in certain scenarios to play stuff that we probably would have just gone over or passed mm. by. Um, and and today's a perfect example of that. And the rundown for today is we will be talking about Yes, Your Grace, which is a decision-based resource game in a um like game boy style graphics very very old school graphics almost like veering on i'd say like 8-bit rather than 16-bit if anyone um, out there's old enough to remember a series of games called king's quest which came on a set of floppy discs <laughs> It looks a lot like that. Ah, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, so perhaps <laughs> it's in the mold of that for sure. Um, mm. It's, I believe, from what I've picked up, is a Polish developer or oh, a Polish okay, that story. Makes sense because uh, the theme tune fucking yes. slaps, but it sounds like um, that kind of folklorish. Yes, and I, I, there's a lot of um, Witcher um mm. easter eggs in it as well so naturally i think they, they may have pulled from some is it wachowski or whatever his name is uh some of his uh, right writing uh, um so cop- oh, i, I okay, yeah. yeah i feel bad for not knowing the dude yeah the, yeah the guy who wrote the witcher um anyway yeah. so of course carl uh before we dive into our uh, conversation i will just two things one is if you haven't played this game, of course, we always suggest at the start of Silver Monsters, if you haven't played it, then go ahead, go go give it a, a play through. Uh, this will be more so for uh, intense for perhaps not games like this, which, which is like a, a, a Yes, Your Grace is a really, really nice indie game. But like the more heftily story based games we're going to be going through in the future. Because, mm-hmm. of course, we want you guys to experience those games before coming and having uh, almost like a conversation with us, you know, and, and listen to the podcast. But if not, then of course we will be going into spoilerish territory throughout the Silver Monsters podcast. So, um, of course, we will be doing our best to, uh, you know, summarize it as good as we can. And and as we have done, Carl, which is really nice to hear, is that is that some of the listeners have been inspired by our by our podcast to play some of these games, which is which is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah? great to hear back from people. Like, yeah, definitely. Oh, I've, I've tried this game because yep. I heard about it, and yeah, it's it's good to branch out and try something new. Oh, 100%. And, and, and games like this are really, really different. And it just breeds discussion. Like, I, yeah. you know, obviously I could talk about games all day. So mm-hmm. uh, it is really 100%. nice to get that feedback from people. Yeah. And it's nice to have another notch in our belt of a completely different type of game, I think, that, that mm. neither of us have really mm. played before. Um, okay. So, Patreon card before we move on. Patreon. Okay. Right. We do have a Patreon at www.patreon.com 
forward slash pixie podcast and can i just say like i've been so amazed by the support we've received yep. recently it really drives us on to um just keep providing like what you want and we want to hear from you what you want as well yep um just drives us to make that content we love doing it anyway but, um, and we've had a couple so of many amazing... people are getting engaged and that is it's just so cool yeah we've had a couple of amazing patreon signups as well now which is mm. just fantastic as well yeah um can we give them shout outs i guess so yeah why not yeah yeah my man matthew he's yep. uh proudly sporting the pixie badge and we got our uh level three patreon subscriber yep. miss, miss willful noob mm-hmm what a She's legend. A massive supporter. <laughs> and I've uh, played a few games of Left for Dead with her recently as well. It's been That's cool. super, super cool as well. Of course. And then we also have Dover Queen as another one of Dover. Our, another one of our Patreons. Um hopefully we get to the stage where there'll be so many Patreons to kind of shout them out. But at the moment we definitely are blessed with the fact that we have um just such, such an amazing community that's growing every single day. And oh yeah, and they're it's great. Just, it's it's a really, really beautiful thing to see. And it's one of the things that when I was sat, I really just was like one of my driving forces of just like I really, really want to have like a be- like a community of people that that all mm. love each other. And like in the in the Pixie Posse group chat the other day, like I was listing like all the different places we've got, like Australia, like Puerto Rico, like some dude these... in Egypt. Yeah, that's it. All yeah, these different places in the world that that we've reached and and that listen to us. So thank you so much for everyone who's listening. But yeah, Patreon, Carl. Sorry, yeah, you were right in the middle of that, weren't you? We were off on a tangent. So anyway, yeah, it is just to remind you on www.patreon.com forward slash pixie podcast. We got three fantabidozy levels of membership. And you can support us and help us really bring this to the next level. See it to believe it. And uh, there really is some cool stuff on there. Yeah, um, definitely. And it's just again, it's 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 more it's less so uh, uh, us trying to lean towards trying to make money or anything like that. It's more so a, a, a community base that we mm. want to we want to have a deeper connection to our community and everything like that. And that's that's where where it comes from. And of course, there's there's as much as I'd like to stay on the straight and narrow and just do everything for free forever, of course we all want to make this a career, and that's one huge step on 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 the on a way for our community and us to to make this dream happen together. And I think that that's what's so beautiful about Patreon, which is cool. Um, okay, Carl, cool. yes, your grace is again as i mentioned just it's a a kind of 2d side scroller that isn't uh it's not a platformer by any stretch of the imagination you can move around different areas but mostly it's just a text-based dialogue game that, mm, that allows yeah you to have... think sort of um monkey island yes as well. yeah actually yeah yeah i didn't even think of that that's a great that's a great uh, mm. example of, of a game that's similar to in a lot of ways because it's yeah. it's yeah it's got that kind of moving from each area in that in a very similar way. Um, but yeah, so we of course have um, our sporadic notes that we go through. Carl, would you like to start this week, mate? Yeah, mate. Um, so basically I, from this game gives you the opportunity to be any kind of King you wish. And it's not always successful, right? Uh Yep. So you can either be uh, ruling with an iron fist and, you know, rule with fear and respect. Or you can try and do what I do and just be nice to everyone and hope it works out all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spoilers, it didn't. Um, I actually 
got a prematurely bad ending and and did another playthrough after that. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, it, it gives you lots of very hard decisions right from the beginning, doesn't it? Yeah, it, so it thrusts you into a scenario where you're, you're sat on a throne and you it's the classic kind of people line up, they walk into a you know Emperor's New mm-hmm. Groove style of like, can I please have this? And you can go, nope, I ain't got, I haven't got the, the the gold to do it. And you try and keep the gold, or you literally don't have enough, which is more so to the point throughout this game of like they say, look, my like they'll say something that's so valid, like I don't know, a wolf's come in and eating my kids or something, and and you're just like, oh no, but I don't have the gold to be able to compensate you or something like that, or like. Like whatever, or and yeah. then and then they they have to leave, which is it like throws you into these these moral dilemmas. But also, so you have people line up and you talk to different people, different kings from different places. It's really like uh, intricate and nice in that way. But you can also go away from the throne and go and talk to various members in the castle. You can go to the dungeons and talk to people there. You can go up to the wall and talk to your daughter and talk to another daughter in a different place and another daughter get, in a different place. You get like agents you can send out on little missions for you yeah. as well and stuff. Yeah, the the again are a resource so if you send your your general out to go deal with the wolf that i was just, that I just mentioned and then someone else comes on and goes our, our village has been attacked by people we need your general for two weeks and you're just like oh shit i just sent my general out sorry and then they have to go and then <laughs> you have a little you have, another resource you have in, in a way is that you have like a little happiness meter and then you're like mm. your people uh you, which sadly every time you piss them off it usually does like minus seven or minus five or something it quite can go down really quickly yeah. really easily yeah, yeah really really quick and um yeah so it's it's uh, it's a fantastic little like resource management little system they've got but but other than that other than the juggling the resources it's actually a fantastic story game you play yeah. as um king eric and you get you kind of get the sense right from the beginning that your kingdom's like been in better shape yes like you're, you're kind of like not exactly you know the wealthiest lord in the land um, but you've got like a lovely family. You've got like a wife and three daughters and no male heir, which was really important back in those times. But, but it's um, it does a good job considering like the char- none of the characters have any facial features. It's very, uh, you know, like retro looking, isn't it? It's like yep. it, it gives you the impression of people. And it's um, and I think that's excellently an excellent thing to to bounce off the back of that is the fact that they seem to portray like obviously mostly because it's text based but they yeah. portray a lot of emotion with like a really like basic looking eight bit character. They uh, do, and and they've got like that uh, kind of sim talk uh, going on the yeah. you know, but they sort of get the the feeling of the sentence across just with a few noises. Yes, yeah. So so it comes up with the text and then they'll go like Bagadoba and then like yeah. obviously and then if you're talking to someone Angry like, Man comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then if you like someone who's like grimy or something like, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. just like oh, I based ninety percent of my decisions on how those guys sound. <laughs> There's like a really slimy little merchant guy comes in and he's all like, blah, 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 blah. and I was just like, nah, mate, you do not sound trustworthy. Yeah, <laughs> you sound, you sound sneaky. Like, yeah. yeah, 100%. There's loads of those scenarios. And I love the fact that, like, of course, as we mentioned, King Eric, who you play as, he's he's a little downtrodden. He's he's, he's had mm. better days. He's, he's getting on a bit. Yeah, he's sort of, was he late, late 40s, early 50s? He's got kind three of. Three daughters driving him up the wall, yeah, you know, he's all got, approaching their teenage years. Yeah. 
yeah, there. He's got a, a devoted, loving wife that he needs mm. to look after as well, of course, along with a kingdom and along with peasants and everything else you have to look for. And there's a lot of uh, old man dad sighing from uh, <laughs> Eric. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do that often. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I've written down straight from the off call for myself is, of course, the, the decisions and the... Uh, the scenarios they throw you into early so that's hmm. something we'll, we we tend to start the game don't we and then go through to the end in the way that we talk so early doors there is uh, a decision made straight away that you have a daughter that's specifically grumpy and um mm. she gives you uh, the cold shoulder and then you must make a decision about her where you decide to either marry her off to mm. a, a king because you're being attacked by these barbarians so these barbarians are coming to attack you and then of course you have to then ally yourself with this with this king and he says look i got a son i need to get rid of you got a daughter we need to get rid of let's just let's make this happen and then i'll give you my troops which is yeah. interesting um what decision did you make so i did agree to it but i was like okay but we're doing it on my terms kind mm -hmm. of thing um and I think I requested that he like paid the wages of my general or something like that. Mm. Um, but uh, I just literally because there's a sort of time limit to this game as well, isn't there? It goes on a week by week basis, and it yep. makes you panic, and it tells you like, oh, you know, these barbarians could show up any day now, and you have not got an army big enough to defend yourself, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you got very limited resources, so I was just sort of pressured into be like, "Fine, I'll marry off my daughter." She's, Same. you know, you know, I was like, "It's um, there's a the king of the barbarians is basically coming to take her hand in marriage anyway, sort of like by force." Yeah, because uh, you made him a promise years ago that that um, King Eric didn't think he'd ever have to follow through with. <laughs> like, it's just some random barbarian yeah. being like, "I'm going to marry your daughter one day." Um, if you say that's cool, I won't kill you, kind of yeah. thing. Which has a deeper, which has a deeper meaning come the end. Yeah, big which time. is cool. A nice little um, plot twist. So I just thought, you know, okay, there's a band of barbarians coming to whisk my daughter away. Yeah. So I might as well just sort of, you know, marry her off to someone I vaguely know that yeah, lives in the it. castle he's next door. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> he's a, he's a king. She'll probably be like yeah. well looked after and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So. I felt quite bad about it, but I was just like, yeah, marry her off. You can pay the wages of my troops or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then then you have to start getting ready for the wedding, don't you? So alongside juggling your responsibilities of the people of your kingdom, mm -hmm. you have the option. I don't know what you did, but I, I figured seeing as she's being forced into marriage, I might as well make it a kick-ass wedding. Right. So I just like you know spent loads of money on like flowers and decorations yeah. and a nice dress and that and uh, I I made that decision which now in hindsight I wish I'd just left that I wish I'd just left let the wedding run yeah I wonder yeah I I'm interested to play for it again it's very enjoyable making the different decisions yep so I probably would give it another playthrough but I'd like to see how that affects things 
Yeah, for sure. Because and it's just something the, uh... that I forked out for it, and then I suffered mm. for it in the in the weeks after, and was like, oh, I wish I yeah. had spent so much on that bloody wedding. Because the wedding, of course, Carl, was a total disaster because the king you decide to to uh, marry your daughter off to his son dies at the wedding. Very Royal cool. weddings always. Game uh... of Thrones, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real red wedding thing, wasn't it? But, yeah. Um... Yeah, so he gets poisoned at a toast and everyone kind of blames you for it because it happened at your castle. Naturally, yeah. Um, I did laugh my ass off at... Um, was it Prince Ivo that's marrying your daughter, Lucilia? Yeah. And he's, like, really clumsy and goofy and he, and he's, like, stood at the table making a speech and he slips and falls on his face. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of um there's a lot of like again like we we seem to find these in, in quite a few of these indie games haven't we lately carl but like there's yeah. a lot of like really well-timed comedy in this oh it's classic because you have the option of just being like can someone help the young prince or just going bah! yes yeah yeah so it gives you like plenty of like comedic options yeah. stuff like that these little like mm. uh really funny comedic scenarios come forward and stuff like that which are great but but of course you you it all goes wrong and Ivo takes your daughter because obviously they are married and he goes mm-hmm. off and he is uh, uh, ends with you and doesn't want to join you until you prove everything with a trial. And how did you go in your investigation of the trial? So you do actually have the option to just be like, okay, screw that guy then. And, you know, not do the main trial, which seems to be like one of the main quests of the game is to prove your innocence so that you get the men to defend your kingdom. Um, so like I say, I had a couple playthroughs, and uh, the first playthrough, I was just like, well, that didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> so I just sort of searched elsewhere for support. Um, okay. But on my second playthrough, I already knew where a couple of the clues were to prove my innocence. So I just nabbed them straight away and had loads of time to like figure it out. Oh, okay, right. Um, but yeah, it's it's really hard still because there's you can't actually prove your innocence until quite late in the game, even if you know what's going on. Which is interesting because I never proved my innocence. Did you not? No, I... I just I, obviously I've, there's two there's a couple of um, items of evidence you can find which is like a turf and mm-hmm. a um, a vial. Did you, you find, find the letter? Nope. That was. Do you know? Do you want to know where it was? You'll kick yourself. Where is it? Do you know in the garden where your daughter hangs out all the time? Yeah. There's a loose uh, paving stone oh. right next to her. Yeah. If you go and get your wife's knitting needles and pry up the uh, stone, the le- <laughs> there's a letter under there, like oh, a really incriminating quality. letter. Oh, yeah. that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so so I, I just, I went to the, so it all culminates in this kind of like, this meeting of the kings and queens mm. and everyone, the, the royal uh, trial that it all comes down to in the end. And you have to try and explain to Ivo on the, this is... At the eve of the barbarians attacking you, you have to mm. explain to Ivo why basically you believe it was this person or this other person or it wasn't yourself or whatever. And I blamed it on the little uh, short guy, Ghetto or something, is he called? Um, um, the three suspects I had was the northern lady. Yeah. Um, the guy that was bragging about killing dragons all the time. Yeah. 
and no, no whiskey. The the other um, lord that was into like dealing like medieval cocaine, basically. Yes, that guy was the guy I. Blamed. Yeah, I blamed him just because yeah. he was kind of a knob. Just anyway, a bit of a dick, so. isn't he? So I was just yeah. like, yeah, fuck this guy. He he's the guy. <laughs> and then and then they would like it all ended of just being like, oh, this isn't sufficient evidence. And I was just like, oh, what? Like I'm pretty sure, like you know, what I say goes mm. here. But like, oh well. And then they went, and then of course it comes to the point where you have the big battle, which I think is just such a it's so fantastically done. Oh my god! Yeah, um, actually got me in the feels. Mm. The um, oh no, I'm not thinking of the right battle. There's another You're thinking battle. Of the land battle, the last yeah. battle. Yeah, this. So this battle yeah, is the, the one re- where you you the ride out. Barbarian meet, battle. Yeah, you ride out and meet them, and you have things at your disposal. Of course, you have archers that you that you shoot at them, and and there's like all these little pixels in the in the uh, <laughs> yeah. in the backgrounds, like the red ones represent you, and the blue, the black ones represent them, and they're all fighting each other, and then like you can it's see just different these little things. dots, like ah, yeah, just, like, oh, like, like, it really reminded me of like South Park or something. Yeah, you just seeing the background, just like yeah, all these little dots, just like wailing on each other, and yeah, little trebuchets coming out and shit yeah and then these monsters arrived and there's just like mm-hmm. loads of shit happens like because you you sort of play through each moment so you can like send a volley of arrows and there's like a number at the top so it's your number which you'll be like quite low and that because you didn't get ivo's um help in the battle because mm. he, he never shows he don't, he never fulfills his promise and just leaves you in the dirt uh so you like you keep ringing this horn you know and nothing happens and then what happened and and what builds up to this which i need to give a little context on is how you act as a king really matters in this scenario and this is where mine i'm not sure whether it would differ from you is i ended up helping these kind of like druid people who like played this really cool music when they talked to you that's like wow 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 like that kind of music is it the, and the people that like worship the sacred oak or something yes that's it so i i yeah. really went above and beyond and like i was quite superstitious in this game and played like i played like really okay. into like the hands of god and if anybody was like on about gods or luck or anything like that i really like went above and beyond to try and like fund them or help them with with my resources and then in the battle everything all all seemed to be lost. I was down to about 100 men and they still had like 2,000 or something ridiculous. I was just like terrified. And then this avalanche happened. Yeah. And it killed them. And I was like, wow, this was like, you know, God shun on me this day. And I'm not sure whether that's just because I, I felt like I helped the right people and that God shun on me that day. I'm not sure whether there's different options. See, I got the, the avalanche too, but I oh, was okay. like really non-superstitious. Right. Okay. So perhaps that's just a, a plot point then that happens. I did help... Uh, those druid people. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I was much more inclined of just, like, trying to use logic. Yeah, see it to believe it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, so the the way the battle works is really nice, though, because you, like, you you are obviously in a king, in a classic king position of very far away from the battle, and it's all <laughs> happening below you. And you can use your archers, so you're like, you know, give them a volley like fucking Theoden does in uh, in um, the, the Two Towers. And you're like, give them mm. a volley, and then they shoot a load into them and stuff like that. And you give them a bit of a bit of like when Aragorn tells the fucking elves to shoot the arrows, it's a bit like that. And then they shoot but them all down to the battlefield, which is cool. There's a lot of opportunity for heroic stirring speeches in this yes. game as well. You can either just like, you know, be like, do it because I said so, or yep. or just lead by example or you can just you know 
just be like sons of Davin. Yep. Like times have looked really bad. Oh, I was <laughs> like of, that. But yeah, so yeah, so yeah. when they were on top of us and there was about hundred of us left and I was like, well, uh, and and obviously at this point I thought that the way that the game played out was that like if I lost, that was just like roll credit. So just be like, oh well, unlucky. Yeah. Next time, try again and see if you get any further kind of thing. So I was just like, fuck it, swords out. I was like, you fucking, you know, Show them again what made to of. to yeah to to quote the two towers. You know, will you ride with me? And <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, I got yeah, all the swords out and just went fucking. Let's just give him one last go, like you know, just to fucking. And then the avalanche happened, and I was like, oh fucking hell! But then of course you you retreat to your castle after that, and it's a bit of a, it's a bit annoying because. Of course, you um, uh, you you uh, uh, in despair because this Ivo, this kid who's who's married your daughter, was supposed to support you in this battle, and he doesn't. And then he sends a letter basically declaring war on you. Mm. Yeah, I hated him prick. by the end of the game. Yeah, little bell end. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but before that, they come to visit, don't they? I never had that. Oh th- no! Oh, did you not? Oh my god! Yeah, they came. to Oh visit. yes, they do. You're right. And Sorry, was... and he and there's bruises on your daughter. Yes, yeah. Talking to Lasulia on the castle wall, and you're like, oh, "There's bruises on you." Did he do that? And she's like, "No, please don't say anything. He's a king now." Like, yeah. I just marched right up to him, mate, and was like, "What the fuck have you been doing yeah. to my daughter?" Like, <laughs> and then he's just like, "Hold your fucking tongue," and all this. He's like a little yeah. fucking, he's a little Joffrey bastard. Did you bow to like, him or just did I fuck? St- no, I just fucking spat on game of eagles mate yeah yeah (laughs) fuckhead no wonder he didn't come fucking support me but (laughs) i i wonder if he would have if we'd have both been like oh yes sorry my lord yeah i don't know um... i don't know uh but it it basically he says he details in his letter saying fuck yeah i was hoping that they they killed you but you've somehow Mm. survived but i'm now coming to to destroy you and i like the fact that the game like builds it up narratively that you think that the big end battle because it because the way the game opens up is you're at this big end battle you walk up onto a wall and you open up your sword and you're like for davern and then it like puts you back like however many weeks before and you're like oh okay so yeah Yeah. i'm building up to this battle and then of course you think that that end battle is um is the the barbarians yeah. but it's actually it's actually these uh these other guys who, who ivo and his I, men yeah. yeah ivo and his men which is Was which is a, interesting atania or something yeah atania or so yeah something yeah. like that isn't it um another thing i have written down is that there's there's like letters that your daughter sends that are nice when she's in when she's with ivo so like to begin mm. with she, she sort of they seem nice yeah so i i think night i'm saying using nice as in a nice storytelling like uh, yeah. uh plot plot development tool you is get like it? carrier pigeon yeah. messages from and, her and, uh... and you check them and then like your little advisor will be like oh shit that sounds a bit like she's in trouble or like she she alludes quite a lot to like them them <gasps> her, her mistreatment and stuff which is nasty Mate, did you get sent the black scarf no oh dude what happens there fuck you know the cat dusty the your youngest is always on about yeah um so yeah. so a contest again the daughter gets her takes her cat with her and then your youngest daughter's gutted because she doesn't yeah. get to see the cat anymore well this ivo guy's like controlling your daughter and basically making her right home everything's okay and stuff right yeah, yeah. it's really dark. which comes through in the letters yeah it's very dark but um i got sent this black scarf right and i was like oh it's you know amazing workmanship took it to my wife because she's always knitting and she's like oh she's knitting just like i taught her it's amazing 
Um, and I'm like, do you want the scarf? She's like, no, it's too small for me. Give it to Solania or whatever her name is, the youngest. Yeah. And S- I gave Sidani, it to her. It? Yeah, I gave it to her. And she's like, oh, it smells like Dusty. And then she screams and is like, oh, my oh, God, yeah. it's Dusty. Like, And Ivo's forced That's her to knit her cat into a scarf and send it back to her family. Oh, it's my like, God. Yeah, he's a twisted little son of a bitch, mate. Yeah, he's full um, on Joffrey, isn't he? Big time, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I just liked the fact that like each each letter was just like it created this urgency of like fuck, I need to get my daughter out of there, I need to get her out of this scenario because she's really like alluding to the fact that she's being like mm. mistreated. And I, um, the other, the middle daughter, what's her name? Uh, Alusia or Sadie yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. The middle I daughter. loved her she and her ace. story so much. Yeah, there's she's a lot like, of attention to detail there. She's not, like, cut out for royal life, is she? She's like, this is so boring. I don't want to be a frilly princess and all that. She's a little rebel. How did you father her? I encouraged her, to be honest. Uh, She wanted to start sword fighting because she was bored. And I was like, well, yeah, if you're going to do it, I'll teach you how to do it properly. Yep. And uh, which is what I would be like as a dad anyway. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so I was encouraging her to, like, train and... And then um, you actually, she makes a friend, doesn't she, from outside the castle, that Maya? Yes. Who, yeah. they've got a cool little friendship. Yeah, and you, you like come in and you realise that, that Maya's one of the one of Redonians. the Redonians, who's the, yeah. the tribe that attacked you. So that's like a, an interesting dynamic and scenario. Um, just give me one second, Carl. And her general relationship with her is 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 quite nice and friendly because you stop her from going outside the castle walls because she's just such fucking rebellious nightmare. But she is like I love the fact that like she plays these little pranks on her littlest sister once her other sister's gone and she's like rebellious and stuff. And I like say to her like she says like oh dad come on it was quite funny wasn't it and then like yeah and you're like it was only a little bit funny but yeah it's still mean like. yeah that's it so yeah like you almost want to laugh at her like she thought that she'd be that daughter that like you walk into a room you're like that wasn't very good then you like shut the door behind you and just laugh your ass off like oh yeah. Of what she just Mom's done. really just cross like, at you, but yeah. that was hilarious. But, yeah. <laughs> but I can't actually laugh because if I do, <laughs> yeah. that encourages it. Tell but, her I was an ogre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, for sure. You give that little <laughs> wink afterward. Like, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I really liked her relationship and how it how it develops throughout the game. And mm. in the end, you then we may as well stop off here because we're talking about her anyway. But what decision did you make with her in the end? So Maya and her relationship blossoms into something more mm-hmm. and she wants to, you know, go out and be her own person, an adventurer with Maya and just explore. Travel the world, yeah. Yeah, um, and I fully supported it. I was like, you know, we've we've got an army probably coming to kill us all. I love you. Like, if you're going to be happy, just go. 100%. Like, you um, know, you can always come back. <laughs> but, as um, I've mentioned to Carl off the podcast, I had a... Uh, uh, I was in a crisis late in the game, um, and I, I forebode the fact that shit was going to really hit the fan with me because my resources were all over the place. My mm. troops weren't where I wanted them to be. I had no crops to like fight the last battle or anything, like no supplies <laughs> or anything. So I was just, I just let. Oh, did her. you run out? When she said that to me, I was just like, "Oh my god." go i was like just go live your own life because if if i'm being totally honest we're all gonna die so like just go and go live your life and yeah yeah send me letters sure i'm sure i'll be alive but she was just like that's the the kind of thought i had whilst talking to her which of course was uh 
<laughs> and this game is like like to talk really about how like it makes you feel is like it puts you into like quite stressful positions there's been plenty of times where i put oh, the control down time. oh well yeah, yeah. like i can't deal with this like i can't deal with the fact that like i don't want to say no to this person even though my general isn't available or my witch isn't available like they're these kind of these other people you can employ and yeah and i'm just like oh my god and i'm like not paying my witch and then i don't have her for the next week and all these different things to try and catch up with the gold and it's just like it's so stressful and you're in these scenarios where like again you're faced with the fact that that just to continue on the middle door before we go off is that you have the option to marry her off to this old king who wants a you young do, lass yeah. and, and it's gross a really a, seedy I, gross. I, he, he came up to me with the offer and he's like some like just old slimy bastard mm-hmm. and i think my daughter's like but he's what? an old slimy bastard with a thousand troops carl <laughs> yeah exactly it can like save you but yeah. um I, I i was just like look can i go speak to my daughter about it and i was like what do you think about marrying him and she's like Ugh. and i was like yeah i thought so and yeah that's it <laughs> i did double check with her just in case she was like oh i'd yeah. love an older man i'm like yep go <laughs> or, or if she was like look i understand why you're doing it i don't love him but we're all gonna die kind of thing like, yeah definitely. then i would have been like look, i'm really sorry but maybe yeah. we'll come and declare war on him afterwards or yeah something. that's it like... we'll get you back so, yeah but yeah. it's the in-between time that's a bit dark there but like yeah. it's it, I, I think yeah just straight away i was just like nope this isn't happening and then this is where um but we'll get to, we'll get to the end later on because because there's more i can explain about mm. how, how terribly terribly bad i've done come the end but like um so just to go back a couple steps mm-hmm. i i i'll scrap my first playthrough because basically what i did in my first playthrough which only lasted about four hours four and a half hours was i was trying to please everyone and as we know in real life that doesn't often work mm-hmm. um and I basically just ran out of resources to help everyone and had to start disappointing people. And they turned on me, showed up in my throne room with pitchforks demanding really? food, which wasn't there. So they killed me. Yeah, that's um, interesting. And then in my second playthrough, I was a little bit more um, frugal, but fair kind of thing. I was like, I, I knew I had to stockpile resources. Yeah. But I was putting a friendly face on it as much as I could, kind of thing. My biggest and problem was was actually attaining them. Yeah, I took out a couple of loans. Yep. In the game, um, which I don't know. In hindsight, I'm not sure was the best idea. No, I, I mean I took out about five loans. So I was all over the Did shop, you? but like, yeah, I just I was just pushed constantly because I just I'm not sure what it was, but I just wasn't like getting anything back, any resources or any like gold. So like, mm. every single time I had like my because what it does really nicely this game is it gives you like a, a post post uh, day report of like this is how much money mm. you spent this day and this is how much this and that and the other and it's like really interesting. Uh, but but again, it shows your incomings and your outgoings and there's a lot of times where I was like, oh my god, I'm getting crushed here and stuff like that. Well, what was, was your play style? Were you were you? I were you was, nice or were you being a I, bit of a I don't pirate? know. It, I just depend, it just depended totally on me uh, on the individual scenario. There was a couple of times mm. where the game really pissed me off where, uh, and, again, and again, this isn't like a bad pissed off. It's like, ah, oh, you got me, you fucker. Where like it, 
it got me into a scenario where a guy would come and give me like a, a an okay story and i'd be like mm-hmm. oh all right i'll send you my general and then someone would come with like a really tragic story yes immediately after. behind him in the queue and it's like, the yeah. yeah and it's the, the way the game the game really like hammers into you like look think about what you're doing like think about whether this is a like and i think they put them on purpose behind those other people to be like look think about how full on this is and there's plenty exactly. of scenarios where like i was quite harsh to people i remember being harsh to like a couple of people where I was just like, "Look, dude, like I ain't funny, your son. He's only one guy, and I'm a, I've got yeah. a king, I've got a kingdom to run, stuff like that." Uh, there's other times where I just had to be harsh to people, and and I was and I did rule uh, to a degree. I'd say I'd be more on the light side of like with an iron fist than to be too kind. But again, I seem to lean more towards like being kinder to people who were like religious and like morale and mm. stuff like that. Um, See, I was a bit of a pauper king for mm. most of the game, to be honest. But the people really liked me. Yes. Um, which I don't know because like the first half of the game is pretty much getting ready for the war with the barbarians, right? Yeah. And then the, I'd say the the second half of the game is like the real game. Yeah. Where you're having you you know it's a way bigger army than the Redovians on its way, and you have to really start being clever about your decisions otherwise you can just get game over straight and they, away and they offer the plenty of stuff there so you can buy things to go on the wall you can buy wall mm. reinforcements you can buy all these different things that did help you with talk the that much with that nope you I didn't bought, i bought one thing mate and i bought uh really? oil i bought oil to push over the side that was it i bought, was the only thing I bought. everything except uh building a moat around the castle oh wow was the yeah. only one i didn't afford see i i didn't do anything mate literally i was i can't believe how skinned i was i can't even explain to you mate. i was just stressed every day every day i woke up i was just like oh my god how am i gonna get through today and like that was how I, like especially in my last 10 weeks before the end of the game i was just like yeah. in, in total total state but what i will just stop off at before we get into like the last the latter half of the game or the latter third i think which is when like things really ramp up and i want to tell you my tragic tale of of um of lack of resource loss and how my battle went at the end uh so uh, uh, there's a couple of things i just wanted to mention which were just fucking hilarious one of them was that this guy comes in and sells you a magical cock oh my as god a, yeah that made me proper lol that dude as in a as, a, as in a, a a female a male uh chicken of course he walks and... in with the cage covered doesn't he yeah. he's just like i've got something to show my magical cock yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he he will he will um he will cuckoo any time that anybody is lying and and, yeah. and then you can tell him a lie on purpose and he goes up and you're like oh okay like he knows when people are lying and what's great is he's next to your he puts you next to your throne i only had him for a day yeah um, did you give him to your to daughter? my daughter yeah so yeah. one of the things that that we'll, we'll get into straight after this this cock thing is the fact that your your younger daughter uh has various oh, pets she's but, great yeah she's amazing uh, apart from when she screams which really makes me like never wanted to punch my tv more in my life than really when oh, yeah, well, literally funny. when she when, when she, she f- gets the pet hedgehog yeah when she first screams <laughs> and like my controller went at the same time i was like oh you fucking little twat i was like fucking scream like that again i'll fucking send you to the dungeons you little fucker you're not used to kids are you mate? oh my god i was just like fucking stamping your little foot oh you fucking get out of there like but but yeah so so uh so this this like magical cock and then people come along and they tell you a story and you'll go like and they're like oh you'd be like oh that's bullshit is it? and then you like move them along and stuff like that which of course could just be random or whatever but it's the kind yeah. of like, i love the fact that they throw you into these scenarios of just like um things you that would be believable and things that would actually happen in 
I'm sure they probably times. have, mate. I bet yeah. you there was a king out there that had a magical cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One or two. Um, so the uh, another thing that that I have to say because we'll get to we'll get to the second daughter as well. Um, uh, the the last daughter, the the third daughter, the youngest. Um, but I just it's just a couple of silly things like that, like that thing that I just wanted to to mention. Um, is there's another th- there's another bit where they t- this woman tells you a story about an old man with white hair that kills monsters. Um, oh wow! Which I, I th- which I thought was really cool. Um, that she cool. she was like telling a tale or telling tales of different things. She's like, oh, there's many heroes that we've heard of in the different worlds, and you know, there's an old man with white hair that kills monsters, which is a huge Witcher like Easter egg, and I love that. Um, there's another Witcher Easter egg as well that I really liked. Um, that I have to just sprawl through my notes to try and find. Keep talking, Ryan, to make it look like you're not just reading. Um, uh, I can't I can't remember I, I, if I come across it with um. Oh, the, so there is uh, later on. You get a sorceress who is the a, a lady who um, does a ritual on your wife. Oh yeah, and she she is um, you know the one that that was blinded by what's his name? Oh, in yeah, Radovid blinded. Radovid her. blinded one of the one of the. She had an um, owl. What the hell was her name again? Yes, uh, I'll just Google it, mate. Which are sorceresses? This is the interactive part of the episode. If you know yes, the name of the sorceress, please yeah. contact us immediately. Please shout. Um, <laughs> uh, which are sorceresses? Philippa? Is it Philippa? I feel like it's Philippa. Was it Frangilla? No, fr- uh, no, it's not Frangilla. Frangilla. I, f- I forget who it is, but it's it's. Uh, I think it's Philippa. Philippa Aldhart, mm. isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Yes, that's 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 her. Yeah. Yeah. So she so she is blinded in The Witcher, and this game that she basically, if you look at her again, Carl, she is Philippa Alhart. She has the blind. She's blinded. She has the oh thing wrapped around her eyes and stuff like that, which I just happened to pick up on as a cute little um, that's Easter egg. Um, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. She's actually she's actually Philippa. Which I is might cool. play through um, again tonight. To be honest, <laughs> you can play it through in one day, and it's yeah. like quite enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. And even if you just googled the photo of it, mate. Um, mm. So, yeah the the only other things I've got is um, Hissa's death, but we can talk about that in the um, in the in the thing with the with the young daughter. So Hissa is one of the many pets that um, that your youngest daughter has. She gets progressively weirder and weirder. Pet. Yes, yeah. So she starts off with a snail. Um. Yeah, smudge. Yes, smudge the snail, and then she goes to uh the the hedgehog. Um, uh, stab at the stabber. Yes, stab at the hedgehog, and yep. then she goes to a uh, fox. Hisser. Yes, hisser. Then a toy. And and each one, yeah, then a toy, and each one of these has like a very uh, unfortunate death so yeah. like the the snail is eaten at the wedding um the 
fox is killed by a hunter and this hunter comes up and says to you like hey i've just killed this fox roaming around the halls of the castle yeah and i was just like and i was like you (laughs) fucking dickhead and then and then i I like really went hard on him because i was like look you know she's she's suffering with fucking post-cat just trauma trauma you know and yeah she wants just something to love and something to care for and i'm really protective of her and then he becomes your hunter in the end which is cool um which is another one of these usable units that you can get um he comes really late on in the game, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. And you're like, I could have used you weeks ago, mate. And there's just loads of really funny scenarios you get yourself into where she's, like, asking to keep it and stuff like that. And then her final pet is a bear. Wadjek the bear, isn't it? Yeah. Is it Wadjek? She, so, she, so she waltzes into the throne room with a fucking bear. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, look, he's cute. And I, like, brush his hair and that, and it's all lovely. And you're just like, oh, all right, then. And I let her keep him. Did you? I, I did. Yeah, yeah I'm so glad I, I did as well. Yeah, I let her keep him, which which in the end turns out to be quite a, quite a, a massive story moment. But mm. this is where, like, the game... There was a moment in this game that had me just, like, absolutely, like... It's very rare that I really crack up. But, like, when you go into this room that she's in, there's the bear, like, sort of sat on the floor. And you can pat the bear if you want. <laughs> And they do this like really great bit of like like he just physics out, doesn't he? Yeah. Like really slowly. Yeah, this like physical comedy where you as Eric like sort of like looks down at her, looks at the bear, looks down at her, looks at the bear, and then like slowly reaches out and like pats the bear on the head really gently and then takes it off as if like you don't know where it's gonna bite your fucking hand off. And then and then the bear just goes like Rawr, and you're just like what the fuck and you just like every time you leave that room you're like is that the last time I'm going to see her because it's probably going to eat her but at the same time you sort of want to keep her happy and all this kind of stuff Um, but it has it has a nice ending in the end doesn't it Um, yeah for me yeah yeah I, I mean I had it that when we got attacked in the final battle, the, yeah. there was wolves that were running around the corridors and then the bear yeah. killed the wolves and it saved my daughter. That's right. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that would have been her death if you didn't let her keep yeah. the bear, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, another thing yeah. is, uh, especially if you don't go back to your family, because you have a choice to go back to your family, which I'm assuming you could then potentially kill the wolf. Uh, is the only other thing I was yeah. thinking in that scenario. Uh, but I stayed on the battlefield with my men. But we will get to the battle in a second. Before that, the last thing that I do that I did have written down was this Noski or Norski, who the braggart guy, he, he, who's the guy who brags about killing monsters yeah. and dragons and tells the same story but with different fake monsters Geralt. yeah he, yeah, yeah that's it he's like a fake Geralt <laughs> but he comes across really lovely and he's like oh welcome oh, he's, nice. he's, he's just, like yeah. yeah and then you end up like ratting him out and you find out that, that you send him after a monster that isn't real and he comes back and then you're like look dude the monster wasn't real and he's like oh and then ends up saying like look the reason I tell these stories is because it's good for morale <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's like everyone loves him yeah. it makes him feel great when I tell him I've killed a dragon you know what I mean like don't take this away from me and then and then I ended up uh, siding with the other guy, uh, which is a cool little side story about the fact that like he won't work with you if 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 you're working. Yeah, with you have to employ a very unlikable man to get mm-hmm. another dude to join you. Yeah, that's it. And who's then, got like very deep pockets? And yes, that's it. And then better and, morals. <laughs> and this guy, this guy won't join you if Noski's there because Noski is a. Mm he's like a fake and this guy's actually been through battle and has seen things and stuff like that and he's like Noski's never listed a sword you know um, and it's, it's just a it's an interesting like, di- little dynamic but we won't we won't stop on that off, off, off on that for too long because it's one of those nice little things for people to play if they play it you know definitely the, 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 um, you can in, at any time in the game you can invite different lords and 
ladies to the castle to yes. try and form alliances and do these quests for them. But a lot of them have history with each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one won't work with you if you've got another one yeah. allied with you. And there's all sorts of little intricate politics that you can play off on. It's a very interesting system. Yeah, so fair. so what I'll do is I'll just talk you through the end of the game for me quick and then i'll allow carl to tell his story at the end of the game so Mm -hmm. as you approach the end of the game you you are visited by these three lords one of the lords is the guy that wants to to sleep with your very very young daughter so so me and carl both of of, yeah uh, gross yeah Yeah. he can get out of it uh the other two are very different so one of them wants you to treat the remaining radovians after the war uh the the sort of tribe like because they're just sort of like there's little groups of them that are running around that are left like spoils after the war and you can either treat them with kindness and one of the laws will help you and you can treat them with disrespect and you know kill them and really snuff them out and the other lord will join you and it's an interesting like moral compass decision that puts you in a scenario where they'll come to you and be like look we're really sorry we we can't eat on all these different things and you can either take them in and say look or or you can say look i'll I'll give you five of my supplies a week and you can live or screw you we're just going to burn you now at the state kind of thing that's the that's the kind of decision Mm. you kind of make and another one of them is that that uh so there's two individual scenarios, I believe, and then the other scenario is that they your your men bring soldiers in, like the last remaining soldiers of this Rodovian Redovian army, and yeah. they say to you like, "Oh, what should we do with these?" Now, one thing, this is where I made my critical mistake that caused all of the problems for me. So, so at this point, already I'd 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 save the people, I'd give them my five supplies each week, which aligned myself with the guy who wanted me to be kind to these people, and I would expect him to then help me with the battle ahead, and I yeah basically i just put myself in a scenario where i was like look i'm gonna start being nice to these people and then mate you would join me what i accidentally done is i was skipping a bit of text and accidentally um murdered these other people oh so i then had the meeting of the kings which is on the eve of the battle and they both came they both came and one of them went well dude you executed these guys so i ain't joining you and the other guy went you saved these other guys so i ain't joining you so i had fucking neither of them mate and I was literally, it was me and 200 troops, mate. That was it oh, for the battle. God. And I was just like, in, I was in such a state. I was like, oh my God. I had about, I had and it, my supplies I had bought up because you can like donate a certain amount of your weekly supplies to like the battle ahead. Um, I managed to yeah. get over the first line. That was it of the, <sighs> of, of the supplies of my savings. And you can like save up to like 10 weeks. And I saved like one week because that was how low i was on surprise and i had bought only the the hot oil on the oh side because of, that's how skin i was so i had 200 soldiers i had one thing of hot oil and <laughs> of course i had my we my my witch my um general and my hunter yeah. so and then as you as you enter this so it's like me and like five people effectively like on this castle so the first day they come uh, for the battle, I was just in a total state because I'm like, this is just guaranteed game over. Uh, just before this, of course, um, I will just stop off and say that that you end up finding out something really gross about your daughter. That, is that Losulia? Yeah, that so Ivo yeah. burnt her at the stake. For witchcraft, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he's a fucking dick, and it just That's a, that was a heartbreaker. Me. That it's, was... And, and like just to stop off of that, like emotionally, it actually genuinely like you grow in care for her and everything because when she visits, she gives you a cuddle and stuff and reconciles with you, and and like she's just a really like lovely, beautiful character. And then the fact that he's obviously just like taken her and burnt her at the stake and stuff was just like not only just oh, it's just so fucking horrible. She's just such a lovely person as well. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think that's just really dark. But anyway, uh, of course, this is fueling my my rage in this battle. So yeah. I, I I hit day one. They smash the head out of the castle. The fucking towers are falling around me. It's all fucking going wrong. Oh my god! And and then um, they start to dig a tunnel. So I sent my hunter down to stop them from digging a tunnel underneath. Mm. And my hunter died in the process. So I'm a hunter down and I'm a tower down. Like and also I lost one one group of my archers that first day. The wow. second day of the battle, and it comes up saying like you only have to survive five more days. I was like, ah! <laughs> so so I literally I was in such a bad way. So on that day, I then fed the troops, and yeah. um, you know, everyone was like starting to you know get get together, and and we 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 survived the first day of this of this horrific battle of of King Ivo's men who who are numbered at like. Yeah, so so uh, on the first day of the battle, I got through. I fed my soldiers, but I couldn't also feed my family because I didn't have enough money, uh, enough right. supplies. So on the next day, uh, we went out, we fought again, and this smoke comes up and attacks us. And I sent my witch to sort the smoke out, and she died. So now a, yeah. a witch down. So I'm just down to my general, and now I'm down to one group of archers. It was actually Good old quite stand the general. Yeah, yeah, what a bloke, and um. <laughs> so i'm on the wall i've got one group of archers left because he calls up the archers and obviously because i had such little men literally one archer come up and i was like where's the rest of them he's like this is just me and i was like oh <laughs> and then so we're just getting ha- we're just getting slammed mate it's gross and and i'm just like oh my god so then it's day two and then my advisor's like right your family haven't eaten you need to prioritize your family because like they're they're getting ill and i was like oh god this is gross and then basically i ended up I'd made the hard decision that I had to tell I had to give the the food to my troops and make my family starve again for a second day and then after that on the third day we got slammed again I somehow desperately made it through the day by sending my general out who then died um and then did they die I can't remember I can't remember I'd done something with my general that day that that got me through the day and then at the end of the day I had no supplies for my family, no supplies for anybody to eat. Oh, and everybody wow. was like downtrodden. And it was my last, I had to survive one more day. And I thought this is gross because I'm not going to survive one more day. Um, on another tangent of this story, not to go off too much, but your wife is trying to bear you a son. And uh, as I mentioned with the witch earlier on, the witch offers to give her like some kind of ritual. Yes. And you have to like supp- get different supplies to make sure that the ritual goes through nice. It's to try I, and get a male heir, right? Yes, yeah, some kind of stuff she's doing. She like puts her in a pentagram and stuff and you mm. can do this stuff. I didn't couldn't afford to buy anything for it. So when it happens, oh. um not only was the baby still born, but my wife died having the baby <gasps> as well. No. Mate, it was gross, mate. <laughs> oh my god. So who So did you still have your youngest daughter and Alessia, the nope. middle daughter. Middle one had gone. I'd sent middle her. One had gone out adventuring. I'd, I'd sent her adventuring, like I said. So you only this, had your youngest daughter, yep, and you. Yeah. So oh. this this gives context to to what I was saying earlier on of like when I spoke to my to my middle daughter, I was like, go because we're fucked. Oh like, my god, and... mate. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife, so my recently deceased wife is no longer there. Um, uh, you know, it's all going wrong for me. I've got nothing, and it's the last day. I've got my soldiers are all hungry. They all like, you know, they're working at about 50% and then they break through the walls at the gate and they're all inside and like it's all going wrong and I'm all fighting them and everything is everything's gross. And then my daughter's being attacked and then la- and, and I left and I left my daughter because I was like, no, like I it basically gives you a decision at that point because they're all poured into the gates. 
Yeah, and you can uh, retreat to your family. Yes, or you can stay and fight with the boys. So yeah. I stayed and fight with the boys. I was like, come on, lads, we've got this. And then I went back to find my daughter. And obviously, because she had the bear, it ended up killing the wolves and she survived. Um, yeah. And yeah, so at this point, I, I somehow managed to scrape through with like 20 soldiers and I fought them off and we won. Uh, oh wow! But it was—I don't know how I won, mate. Literally, I was just like, I—I—I'm—I was sure that when I pulled my sword out for the last time, that was it. I was going with them, like we were all—we were all gonna yeah. die. But I—I I, I managed to make it through. But then the way that it played out in the end was quite bad because my character Eric obviously didn't have an heir to the throne yeah so the like kingdom was thrown into turmoil and stuff like that um he did have his little daughter that he that he like ended up like treasuring and stuff like that which is quite a nice little thing in the end because obviously it was just like just yeah. me just me and her really just me and um, my girl yeah yeah and and uh he went mad eric went mad in the end because oh, he, no. he couldn't deal with the loss of his wife and his Holy daughter shit, mate. <laughs> That's so dark. <laughs> and everything else. Um, but one thing I've got written down was... Um, so this this is how my notes went, because obviously I'm writing these down as I was playing. Um, I've got uh, daughter, daughter burnt, um, <laughs> shit, shit birth, wife died, um, <laughs> just Sedani and me, but I beat the wanker. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I was happy in the end because, like you know, as much as uh, you I, got it, your vengeance, it pained so me that my else. yeah, it pained yeah. me that my wife died. It pained me that I that my my uh, child came out stillborn, which was a shame, uh, real real heartbreaking. It was just, it, but what I held on to in the end was the fact that my daughter made out. She managed to go travel the world and enjoy herself, and my young daughter uh, was alive and safe, not butchered with by all these soldiers. Wow. Um, so that is that is my very very gross tale. But I thought I'd like to finish the podcast off on a little bit more of a positive note, which I'm assuming is your playthrough, Carl. <laughs> oh, mate, mine sounds like the feel good story of the year <laughs> compared to yours. Definitely, that's, that's so so bad. <laughs> mine mine went so differently. <laughs> so like a roundabout. <laughs> I'm telling you, mate, like those last couple of days, I was like, oh, mate, wait, be mate my wife died That's before the battle, horrible. mate. I was like, yeah. oh, no. And I like came into the battle and I was like, stood, and literally, when I, it was so funny when the archer came up and I was like, where's the rest of archers? He was like, it's just me, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, it's nice. That's grim. Yeah, yeah, that couldn't get any darker. Um, yeah. So mine was a little bit different. Around about that midway point where you start preparing for the siege. Yes. Um. I was basically, because uh, I knew I didn't want to marry off my middle daughter to that old guy. Mm. I was like, I'm going to have to find troops elsewhere. And I already kind of uh, felt a little bit sorry for the Rodovians at that point anyway. Because yeah. like, they got utterly smashed. And I was just like, anyone that's left now is not a soldier. They're like women and children and scared people. Yeah. So I already decided, right, I know I can get a thousand men from that one lord if I play nice with the surviving Rodovians. And then I was like, that leaves me roughly a thousand people short. <laughs> <laughs> so um, because I was so poor but nice for the first half of the game and made some early investments like the in the tavern business and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. 
um, I was starting to see all of that paying off. Nice. And basically, I assembled a ragtag army of peasants and villagers from all around my kingdom. Like, basically just called them to the throne room yeah. every day, being like, look, do you remember when I helped you rebuild your granary nice after that storm and that? Now your kingdom needs you, or we're all dead, basically. And, like, most of them were like, you know, you helped us when we came to you, so yeah, like... You have my axe kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and it was great. So I literally just assembled this army of just guys with pitchforks and wanting to protect their families and stuff. And um, and also supplemented by the troops from Mr. Nice Guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rodovians. I met the Rodovian king and he explained everything like... You know, yeah, which is a nice sort of turn. Guards because... drag him in all beaten up, don't they? Like we yeah. found the king of the the Redovians, and yeah. he's like, "Look, we were never out to like fucking conquer your land. We were running from our own civil war and famine, and yeah, you know, like we were scared of the people that were in charge. And over the mountains is a green and pleasant land. We want to be a part of it, like yeah, definitely. And they I, and they I just... weren't." They they yeah. were portrayed as invaders, but actually yeah. they were they were just like immigrants. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> refugees. Yeah. And and they were just like, you know, like I thought if I got one of your daughter's hands in marriage, the nobility would have to take us seriously and, you know, like incorporate us into yeah. society. I knew if I was a barbarian thug showing up, they'd just kill me or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Um so I was just like, Look, you're a free man, like I'm sorry, I got it wrong. You don't have an army left, but I've been lied to, basically. Yeah. Um, and so I just let the Rodovians go. I I was just nice to them, so I got the support of that bloke. Um, my daughter, Losulia, unfortunately, still got burnt for witchcraft yeah i i don't I... think that i don't think that's avoidable if you send her with ivo or what i'd be interested mm. in with is it the start if you don't commit her to ivo what happens yeah i'm i'm really hungry for another playthrough now knowing what i know just yep. to be like screw ivo and his kingdom i don't care i don't want your help yeah fuck like him. and yeah, just yeah. focus on myself see how well that plays out yeah definitely but anyway so losulia she got killed um the the ritual for the birth. Yeah. I did that perfectly. Got a male heir that I named Edward of Davern. Cool. Uh, my wife. Uh, and that, yeah, you get the male heir. And then she's lying there, like all quiet after the birth. And you're like, oh, shit. And then she wakes up and you're like, oh, you scared me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. So I, Mine was quite the opposite. I had her. She lied the there. Son. Actually, did scare me. Never woke up, mate. But that's horrible, mate. Yeah, I know. The um, Sidani started copying her older sister and like ripping up her dresses to make <laughs> yeah, it look cool. That was and quite stuff. funny. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. So the only family member I lost was Losulia. Yeah, that's good though. Which sucks. But then and the battle went okay with you. Then you fared well, sir. My supplies were shit, but the people sort of gathered to my aid. One of the things, one of the things the... I f- I forgot to mention, which was another de- uh, another disaster for me, as you mentioned supplies there, was one yeah. day you you can um people come to your one of the days of the battle, people come to the thing, and they're like, let us in, please, because we're going to get killed in the crossfire. Oh, yeah. 
and I let them in and I fed them supplies and they fucked off the next day. Oh, really? Didn't even help me fight. Oh, dear. So that literally didn't feed the, me family to feed those fuckers. When, when Losulia died, mm. did the people come to visit you in your throne room? Yeah, and give me those stuff. Yeah, that was nice. Oh, uh, yeah, I thought that was really nice because I had yeah. run out of everything at that point and my daughter yeah. just died and I was like, oh, fuck, this is it. Yeah, and then like all the people I'd been nice to lined up in the throne room, like, look, we've heard about your daughter, like, we're so sorry, like, take these mm-hmm. offerings, and they literally gave me enough to pull through to the next week. Oh, where, nice. and then I used what they gave me to take out a loan, and was just like, right, okay, we're back in business. I'm just hanging off by the skin of my teeth. Yeah, cool. but that was re- that was a nice moment of just like, oh wow. It you know it's paying off that I I helped these people. Um, That's good. So yeah, then so the final battle, I let everyone in that I possibly could. I had a lot of mouths to feed, but I'd also managed to stack up quite a lot of supplies. I think I had seven crates. Nice. So I managed to feed everyone just about until the last day. <laughs> Um, I think on the final day, me and my family went without food so that we could feed the troops and the people. Yeah, I see. I, when I fed the people, I didn't feel to feed the troops or my family. I just had to. Choose, oh wow! I, I think I always prioritized feeding the troops because I was like the second those yeah, guys go out onto yeah, the battlefield without food. Yeah, the, the, then we're all dead anyway. Yeah. Um, I I had Sidani saved by the bear. And I had a cute moment that you wouldn't have seen where literally you go into the room and the bear's defending Sidani, but also is your baby son in the crib and your wife hiding behind Sidani. Nice. Like, oh my God, she's so brave. Like, I was Mm -hmm. more scared than she was. And thank God you let her keep that bear kind of thing. Yeah, which is hilarious. And then the bear goes and sits by the crib, like, you know, just like guarding (laughs) the baby. (laughs) Which is super cute. Yeah. And then I had a similar sort of end to you, except that at the very final moment where they're all stood in the final, like, showdown. Yeah. And they get, come through the gates and that. Um, then the other army that Mr. Happy Nice Lord sent all rush in from the back nice. and save you at the last Cav- minute, like the, like, like, like the elves showing up, you know? Nice. It's just like, oh my God, thank fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, decent. Yeah. Oh, and man, then, I wish I had some nice times like that. Uh, it was really nice. <laughs> and then, yeah, my final ending was just basically like... Um, Happily ever after. Yeah. Almost yeah. happily ever after. I think the only bad bits I got was that uh, the people were so... The the guy that took over from Ivo after you kill him... Mm. Um, you killed him? Yeah. Okay. Just, like, vowed to um, bring Attorney or, or whatever it's called back to its former glory. Right. And war was looming on the horizon kind uh, of thing. okay. So you and then, to get back through it again, like... Yeah, and then the only other thing, which is not really tragic, it happens, but I just got a bit old and infirm um, and too weak to be king, basically. But but I had all my family around me and little Edward ready to take over sort of thing. Yeah, see, I just descended into madness, mate. Started uh, That's horrible. Started screaming screaming and couldn't deal with the trauma (laughs) I've been through that I put myself through. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, yeah... 
My ending couldn't have gone more different, really. I was no, quite satisfied. I threw, I threw Ivo in jail, though, to let him rot. I, I, I had him executed, mate, right yeah. there and then. When, yeah, when see, I, uh... Eric's reading out the list, of what he actually did hmm. i was like there's no coming back from that no i, like, I just, didn't i didn't want him to come back from it i just thought that death is a mercy like, that he didn't deserve yeah i just and wanted I just, him out of existence mate i just wanted like, to no. i just imagine going down and like pissing on him through the fucking bars you know, every <laughs> night or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feed him fucking, to the bear yeah a little wanker i just let That's the bear in there and nearly kill him and just pull it back out like <laughs> and just leave him in there again <laughs> Heal him up and then let the bear yeah, in yeah, again the next yeah, week. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nearly, it's nearly Bear Friday again, isn't it, Ivo? <laughs> you little fuckhead. <laughs> bear Friday. Um, oh, but God. yeah, so uh, to, to round it up, um, the Esther Grace is very good. I really liked it. I it really is very enjoyed enjoyable. It. It was yeah. something that um, it, it was, especially uh, as we went from Spirit Fair, which was like a long slog. It was nice to have like a little digestible experience. Um, a bit of a palate cleanser. Of yeah, it was yeah. definitely. Uh, and it, it was just, I think if, if anybody's listening and hasn't already heard that it's a great game, it really is. It's, it's like one of those kind of just go ahead, try it out. It's on Game Pass, of course. Me and Carl are coming to very, very near the end of our little Game Pass run as we're about to hit PlayStation mm. very soon. Um, but yeah, another one of the little little games. I think it's like eight hundred megabytes or something. It's very small, and it's and it's just. I'm yeah. not sure if it's on mobile as well. I didn't I didn't know whether that was the case, but it, um, it it may very well be on there as well as being. It, it could lend itself quite easily to being a mobile game. Yeah. Um, but it's just like a really nice little narrative experience as well. And the writing's very clever and very well well thought out. Music like that as well. As well. Yeah, yeah, music is really cool as well, which is nice. And the art style is very nice, very sort of like original Game Boy kind of mm. art style. Um. Uh, but yeah, I think a fantastic game, Carl. Yes, yourself, mate. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it, mate. I I laughed all the way through it, except for when I felt like crying, which there was one or two points which was yeah, definitely and, and, surprisingly and emotional. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's surprising, yeah. like I said at the beginning, like how well they they portray that emotion from literally mm. like eight bit characters. It's quite good, and they're writing and just a few again. notes of mumbling, like, definitely like uh, the grief in Eric when he finds out about his daughter. He's proper like, <laughs> yeah, that's but, it. Yeah. Even though it is mumbling, it does actually genuinely invoke mm. emotion in you. It's not just like yeah. silliness all the time. Um, although there is plenty in there, but yes, uh, a great tale, a great medieval tale, a different time, a different place. Um, it made me feel the pressure of being. A a king yeah, and I, I i don't like it <laughs> no i wouldn't want to be a king mate. literally i just it just made me yeah. want to like want a holiday from being a king at the end of it definitely like, yeah especially when it's as grim as mine got at the end um but yeah i got, I got through and i got over that's what i'm going to try and hold on to um yeah. but yes uh this has been silver monsters steel humans mike for podcasting another fantastic game another fantastic podcast carl as always you absolute legend um good fun, next mate. not next week but the week after of course carl's blog will be going out next week so please check it out please all Always, always, always go to www.pixiepodcast.co.uk to Carl's blog section to check out his amazing writing. And the week after, on the Thursday, we shall be talking Void Bastards, which is created by um, the same people who made the first Bioshock. So it'll be an interesting little first-person shooter experience for me and Carl to talk through. Um, And it'll be very interesting. And then after that, 
We plan to dip our toes into the world of Sony. We'll be playing Concrete Genie is on the list. We will be playing Last of Us 1. Oh my god, I can't wait. I, I have just completed Last of Us 2. We will also be doing a, a full Silver Monsters podcast on that. I'm thinking with Last of Us 2 and that, that we might have to even break it up into two because there's a lot to break down. Um, but yes, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming your way for Silver, from Silver Monsters and me and Carl. So. And can I just throw in there as well that uh, I'm mainly Xbox... Yeah. So Sony is pretty much uncharted territory for me since yes. like I think I dropped off of Sony about PlayStation 2. Yeah, god. So anything that's happened since PlayStation 2 is like new to me. Yeah, so Carl's first so, ever uh, the last of us. Anybody Ryan the Sony pony is taking yeah. me by the hand and guiding yeah. me through the back catalogue. I am I'm going like, to walk you through the world hits. of the sacred symbols mate. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'm looking forward to letting you know what I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to. Uh, you'll listen back to this moment, Carl, and think. Remember when I used to just be Mr. Xbox, and now all I want is a PlayStation <laughs> because it's so fucking amazing. Um, oh, I wouldn't yeah, go that far, mate. mate. <laughs> I'm, tell, I'm telling you that 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 little quote there. That's well, that's the bit I'll clip out from this where it says, "I wouldn't go that far, mate." And I'm going to play it at the end of the Last of Us podcast. Everybody who's listening, you'll hear that clip. You'll hear that little clip um, of Carl going, "I wouldn't go that far, mate." When he goes, "Wow, mate, that's the best game I've ever played." I'm like, "Yep, yep, that's right." And I'll put that little quote in there, just just ready for it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll there we are we'll that we'll is uh, Steel for Monsters Steel for Humans Mike Podcasting and thank you so much for everybody who's listening uh, we love you all and yeah, thank uh, you we'll, we'll see you next time thank you again for listening to another Pixie Gaming Podcast uh, whichever one it was you chose to listen to today we are Pixie Podcast on Twitter Pixie Podcast on Instagram Pixie Gaming Podcast on Facebook and Pixie Gaming Podcast on YouTube and our website is www.pixiepodcast.co.uk thank you so much for listening you're all a bunch of legends and uh, here's a little outro music so enjoy